what's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Monday. Monday. Oh, Hi, it's Alyssa. Monday. It's Monday. Again already? We got a couple more days to the boy's birthday. I'm actually so excited to fucking eat food and drink and eat. not care. Yes. Right? Drink and eat our worries and concerns and care away, right? Just, just right. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, 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 yum. yum. <laughs> I... I've been tracking my calories and I've actually been doing it because I've been, the whole quarantine has just been like cooking. Like it's all I could do. So it's like I wasn't tracking, but now I am. So now it's even more exciting to have a birthday. Two birthdays. Two, yeah. So Amani and Zayn are a day apart, but they're like a few years apart, but like they're a day apart. How'd you plan that? You do that on purpose. My mom was, my mom was doing, we went through this already. Don't you remember? Did we? Did we? The The birthdays? Yeah. But did you purposely get pregnant so that they would have birthdays near each other? No, I hated it. Really? I went through such an ish in the beginning. Because you want them to feel separated. Yeah, my pediatrician, because I was like, how can I do this to my (laughs) (laughs) And my pediatrician said, always make it, like, if you, obviously you're going to do a joint birthday party, right? right? When they're growing up and they're in school, you know? But do two different themes, do Two different cakes, like sing happy birthday twice. He's like, you have to make them feel special. Right. And uh, I always said that. Now I won't. Now because they're older. Yeah, I'll, I'll do one cake and yeah. we'll just, you know, do it one time. But yeah. when they were kids, he absolutely. My, I loved my pediatrician. He retired and I'm so sad, but I loved him. He was very matter of fact. This is how you do shit. And like, I loved him for that, mm-hmm. you know. But Can I just yeah. realized something yeah. that you just reminded me of. I don't know why. Because you said pediatrician. Mm. We just recorded our Saturday shenanigans of like, which was so good, by the way. So if you guys haven't listened oh, to it, go God, listen to yeah, it. Definitely, it was um, we did like your guys' favorite podcast moments. And I had one written in there and I don't know where it went of when I said veterinarian instead of veteran. Oh. I was on there, but where did it go? <laughs> I swear weird. I wrote that down. That's weird. All right. So we'll add to it. That was one of your favorite. That was, it was pretty fucking funny, actually. That was fucking hysterical. I don't know why that. I don't know where it disappeared to. And then we were talking about like, is it veteran or veteran? And it's like I use both words like uh-huh. differently. You just you know, reminded me when you said pediatrician. That's so funny. I don't know where the fuck that went. Our note bugs out. She's like, I'm a veterinarian. <laughs> oh, I mean veteran. <laughs> that was fucking that was funny. funny. Um. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, I'm really excited. Um. To just fucking I know, eat Dane, and drink. Dane, and they haven't made decisions on food. Last I heard it was Popeye's. But yeah, I think he, he just wants to decide the day of. And then he was like, Popeye's. I think he's going towards Popeye's. Because mm. then, uh, like, we can get just, like, big, like the big family thing, you know? It's, mm-hmm. like, easy. A couple of big family things. Mm-hmm. He does, He does like, Buffalo Wild Wings, but I'm like, it's never good when you get it outside of the restaurant. It's never as good. Mm. And, like, he wants to eat at home. So, yeah. Anyways, that'll Popeyes be fun. Popeye's will probably be it. Yeah, dude, I'm down for that. Fucking love me some Popeyes. Mm. That's a good treat yourself meal too. Mm-hmm. It's like greasy nice. and nasty, crunchy. I always feel like shit after, but it's like worth it in the moment. Mm. You know. Actually, I don't feel so bad after that. Really? Yeah. I usually too like I. I'm not. I'll have like a bite of the potato mashed potatoes or a bite of the mac and cheese. I'm not a big side person. Like I'd rather have like two pieces of chicken, chicken than a chicken and sides like i know my daughter loves mac and cheese and can just i i'll taste it and that's it like you know and i think that might be it like i mm-hmm. think i don't load up on a lot of the sides. i don't like their mashed potatoes to be honest with you i think their mac and cheese is bomb i yes. think their fries are good the biscuits are unbelievable they're dry as fuck, but they're, they're dry as so fuck, but they're so good. It's like, <laughs> peanut, yeah, it. it's like you get stuck on the roof of your mouth, but they are so good. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I, I definitely am looking forward to Popeye. I'm into that. Well, if we're celebrating Amani and Zane together, will, does Amani agree with Popeye? I'm sure Amani will agree. Yeah. If anything, we can always do another dinner another night. I'm not, yeah, I'm not opposed to two dinners. Absolutely. I'm not opposed to that at all. Anyway, okay. Well, yeah, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Do we have anything else? <laughs> Yeah, my husband. What? For oh, I forgot to show you the house. Remind me after. I'll show you house. A house. But um, yeah. So you know, obviously he works for a limo company, and because of COVID, it's slowed down. So right. he's not been. He, you know, it's like maybe one day a week, whatever. Well, are people getting limos now? Yeah, like private little things or stuff like that. But it's very oh, I didn't small. Know that. It's small. yeah. It's like little intimate weddings can still happen. Right. You know. Right. But um, he's, you know, they took a lot of time in the very beginning to do all the repairs and stuff like that. But then it's like, okay, now what do we do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but now he's, for one of the other guys, like through there, through he, who he met, 
he's been working for him a little bit, like little just side construction jobs and stuff like that. So he went to work. He did spackling one day on this house. He had to clear. He had to clear like um, an area like by behind their fence and stuff like that. Just like I guess like their their yard is like fenced in, but they had stuff on the outside growing into their side of the fence. So they asked him like he he they're paying him very well, thank God. Oh, good. But he like cleared that back there. So he's like, oh, my God, I got chewed up today. And today we realized, this is two days ago, but today we realized, I don't think he got chewed up. Poison ivy? Poison ivy. (gasps) That, like, can transfer to you. Yeah. So (gasps) I'm like, don't touch me. And I just washed my sheets. So now I have to wash my sheets again. (gasps) And I made this concoction that I found on Pinterest of it's calamine lotion, hydrocortisone, and alcohol. Uh-huh. And it's a tablespoon of each. Yeah. And I just slathered him up because today he had to go work at the limo company. So yeah. I like slathered up his legs, his arms. Now he has to wear pants. Made him put on a pair of pants and sent him off to work. I hope and pray that it like like nip, nips it in the butt because. <gasps> Wait, if you lathered him up though and you touched it, can't you get no, it? I mean, I use Q-tips. Oh, I mean, wow. uh, Cotton balls. Oh, oh, oh. I know. I made sure I washed my hands. <gasps> oh my God. And I've I, never gotten poison ivy. Have you? Uh, when I was a kid. No, I, I never have. Had it. I haven't had it in like probably, I don't know, 40 years. Right. He had it a few years ago and he got so bad. <gasps> so we're trying and I'm like, you don't want to wind up like last time. And I remember spending so much money on that, like the store bought stuff. The real stuff. So when I saw this, I'm like, let's just try it out. You know, yeah. like I understand, like as I was putting it on him, I'm like, okay, it makes sense. There's an anti-itch in there. There's like the alcohol can kill off any of the like bacteria and right. stuff like that. So I'm hoping and praying that this works. Oh, you know, I meant to ask you mm-hmm. what happened yesterday. Was there a cat downstairs? Yes, there was two cats downstairs. <laughs> two? two. <laughs> so I go to do laundry yesterday and I swear I saw like a shadow. And I was like, maybe not. And I'm in like a large t-shirt and underwear. So <laughs> I didn't want to bring it upstairs. And so I texted her. I'm like, either I'm seeing shit or there's a cat downstairs. <laughs> like, accidentally got let down. So who was it? Uh, it was Baby Boy and Fatty. <gasps> of all cats, those two. Baby Boy and Fatty. And I, I, you know, Amani was down here with his friends. Or, yeah. Or with Zane or whoever it was that night. And um, our door sometimes doesn't just close all the way. So and they'll just it. with their paw, they'll just like... That actually makes a lot of sense because I thought I saw a dark shadow and then I saw under Imani's desk like a a light tail like go right under. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I'm seeing shit. I don't uh, know. But no, it was a dark and a light cat. Okay, And that then makes I'm sense. like, oh my gosh, that means they've been down here all night. And I'm like, not really because Imani's always up until right. crazy hours. So I'm sure it wasn't a long time. I'm right, like, right. I don't smell shit. I think we're in the clear. <laughs> it was just so funny because I was like, what the fuck was that? They both came upstairs. We opened a door and they were both sitting on the landing. So they both ran inside and Aww. Aaliyah said that Fatty went right for the food. Oh, my <laughs> little like, fatty. Yeah, of course she did. I love that cat. Poor little girl. Oh, my God. That's fucking funny. We didn't even hear it. Like, I've heard them. Like, Baby Boy's gone. He's so, like, adventurous, you know? And I've heard him at my landing. Yeah. Wait. How'd you get over there? Uh-huh. But I told him, I just try to make sure when he comes up to make sure the door actually shuts. Right, know? right. But yeah, that was interesting. And then I'm like, so you can come up in underwear and panties. I don't <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> I was just in like a massive t-shirt and my underwear. And I was That's like, ah. put a belt on it and it's your dress. There I mean. you go. <laughs> I just pictured me like picking up a cat and then like my t-shirt goes up. <laughs> and then I come up and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> okay. That's funny. So that was that story. So my poor husband and kitties and underwear and t-shirts. Yeah. Ever's fingers and pussies. Up. Oh. <laughs> Uh, By the way, can I just like promote us really quick? Because our masks are really fucking nice quality, and I want you like, guys um, to get them. Silk, sa- silk. It's sa- like silky on the outside, but then, then like cotton, soft, soft, soft cotton, cotton on the inside. Cotton. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's like a really soft. It's so soft. I'm sure the materials on the website. We don't manufacture them, so I don't fucking know. But yeah, it feels like a soft cotton on the inside. I wore it yesterday at the grocery store, and it was so comfortable. It was so cute. I, I wish we would have gotten a day earlier because I went to Aaliyah's. I had to take her to a dentist appointment. And I'm like, how cool would it have been to wear an Agamil shirt and an Agamil mask? Yes. And just everybody to be like, what the fuck what is the that? Fuck is and then they Google, Google it Google next it. to you. Yes. And they're like, holy it's shit, like, that's her. promotion don't have to ever say anything. It's right there. I mean, think of it. If you're doing... 
double the shirt and the mask. Every, you can't tell me if you saw somebody you. I would look Google it, up, it. Look at me with my hands hold like this. I would Google it. <laughs> right, exactly. If I see a license plate, that's like something that's that I'm different. interested you in. Google, yeah, yeah, for sure. Unless it's like moms are cool. <laughs> Cat mom. <laughs> Cat mom. <laughs> like, I don't have to Google that. But I thought of that when I was walking around Lidl yesterday. I'm like, oh my God, I wish like someone would ask what it is. Like, that'd be so cool. Yeah, they're probably, behind, as you walk past, they're like, and then they, and then the first thing that comes up is having sex in your mom's car. And they're like, what the fuck is this? Queefing on demand. <laughs> command. Oh, queefing on command. <laughs> on demand. Queefing on demand. Queef. Well, command, demand. Queefing well, on demand. Just, just, just do it now, okay? Just queef on me. Just queef, okay? Just queef. How funny would that be if somebody oh, just Googled it? Oh, motherfucker. What? You have a sex story? You queefed. Tell me the story. What is it? That was a big motherfucker. <laughs> Alyssa. I'm so disappointed in myself. What? Because you got to park that Big Mac truck right in <gasps> little... Yeah! Right- <laughs> I really wanted to come down here and sing it. I was like practicing and everything. <laughs> she listened. No, and then it was so funny. Look at me with my hands again. I, oh my god! <laughs> but the, like listening, she talks about like she kegled on his dick, and I'm like, yes, yes bitch. I thought of you when I heard the kegels. Ah, uh, I want you to touch that little dangly dang that's swinging the back of my throat. <laughs> that's what I was gonna do originally, and Aaliyah was like, mom. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that park, that big Mac truck. Right in this little garage. Right, right in this little garage. Tell me that's not a bop. Let it's- me tell you something. She raunchy as fuck, and I love it. I love it. And I, I talked about, I know we said this last time, but like people were saying like, oh, like women talking like that. Da, 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 da. And then wait, I found a TikTok. Go ahead. Say what you were going to say. Okay, well, I was going to say like uh, li- uh, lollipop, right? Yeah. That's not nearly as vulgar as this. Right, but here, wait. This mm-hmm. is the TikTok I found yesterday. And this girl, I don't know if she made it or whatever. There's like an audio. Hold on. <laughs> I have to find it. Oh, here it is. Men, WAP is so offensive. Female rappers only rap about pussy. And then she plays this audio. So she made a mashup of all the men rappers saying pussy. So why can't we say it? Right. Not me. I'm not a female rapper, but. She's definitely a little vulgar. Like I I, I felt myself blushing a little bit. Oh, so was I. But like, so were all men rappers. They all say the fucking same shit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you just heard it. But so that's it's like when you when we spoke about it last time, you're like, oh, but I grew up listening to like lollipop. Or, I know, but you're like, but it didn't say pussy. <laughs> but it's not, a, it wasn't as vulgar. vulgar. It was yeah. like a hidden, it was like innuendos, <laughs> yeah. right? It wasn't necessarily like fucking play with my thing-a-ling-a-ling. Thing, <laughs> but thing, also, you know? but also that one that we just heard in there, that was Lil Wayne, almost drowned in a pussy, so I swam to her butt. That was my generation. I sang that out loud. All the time. Almost drowned in a pussy, so I swam to her butt. It's Eastside, we in this bitch. That was my shit. <laughs> I sang it all the time. So fuck you guys saying that wet ass pussy is offensive. Now I don't care about the word pussy anymore. Here I am. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just fucking kidding. We got an update or an email. Uh-huh. And since we're talking about pussy, um, about the C word. Uh-huh. Okay. So, like, I know I know Zane, maybe, he actually may have mentioned it on the podcast, where, like, the word pussy, whatever, like, uh, like people go, oh, he's such a little pussy, meaning it in, a, like, a... But pussies a are le- strong. Pussies are strong. Right. I and mean, we take a beating, all this other, right? Zane so does say thing, that. Right? But somebody wrote us an email very similar. Like, somebody, I think she said her mom may have been called that word, but her mom turned it around in that way. Like, yeah, that's what it is. It's a, it's, it's a vagina, and we're strong, and we can push out babies, yeah. and we can do all this. So she goes, anytime anybody calls her, like, a cunt or a pussy, she takes it as a compliment. She yeah. Goes, oh, thank you so much, you know? Yeah. Because... Uh-huh. It is in that sense, even though it's meant we do say it that way though. Yeah, yeah like don't be a little pussy. Just, don't be a little pussy. Yeah, but maybe really, we mean it as like a cat, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, like a little. Like a little we don't mean it like a baby. vagina. We mean it like a cat. But yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. So yeah, so you loved it. I, I love did. the beat. 
I, I do love the beat. Got these holes in the house. house. Got yeah. these holes in the I, house. I did love it. Um, like I said, it was a little, uh, like a little, wow. Is she really, wow. She getting her freak on. Yeah. But I had it on repeat, so. Right? Yeah. Have you heard the clean version of it? No. That they have on YouTube? No. Because obviously they can't put wet ass pussy on YouTube. So it's like, got this wet and gushy. <laughs> I think and, I told you that. I think I've said that. You did. And I couldn't for the life of me remember the name of it. I just kept saying, like, I would say, okay, Google, play da 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 um, And Aaliyah was like, mom, that's not the name. Like, I, she's like, just. Does Aaliyah say the word pussy? Aaliyah hates, the despises word pussy. the word pussy. I'm getting more comfortable with I, it I now. I think she, she'll start also getting, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I'm surprised the mouth she's got on her now. Because I never thought I'd hear the day. Aaliyah was always like, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. Like, we would bully her into being like, (laughs) all of us, even Jerry. Say shit. Say shit. please, I'll give you five (laughs) dollars. Just say fuck. She'd start crying. I don't want to. And now she's like. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously. And 6-1 since that matters. And... What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I'm proud of my daughter. (laughs) Proud mama, my daughter curses now. Yes. I just never thought I'd hear that. You know what's pretty funny, too, is... I, and and I, I don't know. I don't know. What? I don't know. Like, okay, so parenting related, mm-hmm. right? I was never one to shelter my kids from anything. You know, well, that's terrible. I meant like um, filter. So if I was watching a scary movie and they got scared, okay, it's a scary movie. If we were watching like a sec, uh, a Guess movie, what? Where people that's how babies are made. And if we, yeah, and they were kissing, so be it. I mean, I know people who make their kids cover their eyes or yeah. ears and stuff like. I never really did. And that. And now, how I, are they doing? But they're all fucking great kids. Like I'm blessed, and I got great kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, like I, I feel like just. Letting them live a real true life is so much more beneficial than sheltering them from everything. Because then I think when it comes to when they grow up, it's like, whoa, what is all of this? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think, I mean, I'm not going to And then it causes them want to like rebel. I'm not going to sit down with my two-year-old and listen to wet-ass pussy. Right. But, <laughs> I mean, actually, I probably have when they were younger. Like the equivalent. I mean, I remember sitting in the car looking like a lollipop with Zane and Amani, you know. I, like, I, I can make your bed yeah. rock. <laughs> like, I remember listening to all those songs, you Yeah. Know? And when they're two or three or five, they don't know what it's about. No. You know, half yeah. the songs. I never knew. What's that ocean? Huh? The ocean song? Uh, Are you talking about Ed Sheeran? No. I forget it. Ocean Eyes? No. Cake? Cake by the ocean. Cake by the ocean. Sex on the beach. I did not know that. <laughs> as a as a grown ass adult, when that song came out, I didn't know that's what it was about. You mm-hmm. know, I'm sitting here singing Cake by the Ocean. I'm You're thinking like, that like good. chocolate cake, picnic by the ocean. <laughs> but you know, so I think so much is dependent on how, yeah. And I never shelter my words. I would mm-hmm. curse in front of them. I mean, I, I sound like I'm a terrible parent, but I no. think that really preps them to be I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Let me just shut the fuck I mean, up. I mean, no, you all know what I'm saying, right? You can like, teach them that that's, that's an adult word. You don't say that. Mommy, yeah, mommy like, can say I that. Never, like, you see stories about, like, kids going, you're a fucking asshole or whatever, being two or three years old. My kids never did no. that. Like, yeah. Ne- like, never. Like, I remember one time Imani said something, and I literally <laughs> took a bar of soap. <laughs> Back in the day. And I scraped it on his teeth, like <gasps> literally washed his mouth out with soap. Ah, you literally did that. That was a bitch. Oh, my God. No, because and, and it wasn't over a curse word. It was over something disrespectful. And okay, to yeah. me, saying fuck isn't as bad as saying. You're a bitch, mom. I hate you. Or uh, you're yeah. my, none of my kids ever said they hated me either. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. Zane did at five years old tell me he <gasps> wanted a new mom. <laughs> and then he ran into his little tent. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I want, want a new a mom. mom. <laughs> yeah, maybe he wasn't quite five because it was the other house. But yeah, he wanted a new mom. Little fuck. <laughs> Little fuck. But sure, he don't want a new mom now. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it's fun. Parenting is interesting. I think, um, obviously, protecting our kids is number one, right? Teaching our kids and yeah. sheltering them, you know, to to an extent. You know, I always say I, that strict parents create sneaky children. Yeah, and, and I do. I've always, always had or tried to have an open line of communication with my kids. You know, yeah, like you know everything that they do. If you need something, come to me. I tell yeah. my kids all the time, if you want to go to that party and drink, you let me just know so I can pick you up. Right. I don't want you. I mean, it really never happened, but... Because you weren't strict on them, so they didn't feel the need to be sneaky. To sneak, right. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you want to go smoke, go smoke. Go in my backyard right here. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to have you going out and doing things and getting yourself in trouble or right. getting hurt doing it. So right. it's here. I tell Aaliyah, and she's way underage, if you're going to drink, do it here. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you're drinking. Yeah. You know, don't, like, go sneak off and be silly and do things like that, yeah. you know? Just try Absolutely. to be open. Did you see the uh, the girl that wrote in the group that they put on the podcast, and as soon as it turned on, it was me going, what the fuck? And then her kid in the back seat is like, what the oh fuck? Oh, my God, what the fuck? yes. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think he's just going, what the fuck? What the fuck, mommy? What the fuck? I saw a TikTok too yesterday that the little girl like said, mommy, say elephant. And the mom's like, elephant. And she's like, say dog. And the mom's like, dog. And she's like, say motherfucking asshole. And then the mom was like, don't you say that. And she's like, okay, mom, okay. And then she goes, say this, say that. And then she goes, but don't say motherfucking asshole. <laughs> That's fucking. Funny. I need to find it and show you after. Okay, so funny. I also want to say I, I just had a great um, thing. Like another thing, my pediatrician had told me mm. is, and I think it's stuck with me. And I'm going to just pass this on because I think it really does work. We love a little word of advice. No, I mean, and I think it's common sense. But when I was 20 and not knowing, or 22, whatever I was, and not really knowing, and he gave me this piece of advice, it was. Um, kids, just like animals, really, they're going to want attention, right? So if you're not paying them any mind and all of a sudden your kid goes, fuck, and you react to it, they're going to say it again because they're getting a reaction from you. So make sure you praise them and you do positive Mm -hmm. things. Give them that positive uh, attention Mm -hmm. and not just always reprimand or tell them no on bad things because they're going to... It's just like, yeah, they're going to try to get it out of you, right? It's so. almost like if they take like a small little fall, like you know they're not hurt. If you look at them, they're going to start crying and act all dramatic. If you pretend it didn't happen, they'll just get up and get wipe up, their knees off. Get up, their knees off. And, right. Mm-hmm. So it's that same sort of thing. So when a kid is like, mom, 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 and you're ignoring them or you're busy or you're doing something, you know, like, oh, I can do this all day, Alyssa. I know. We can get <laughs> like into it all. Like one of my pieces, <laughs> like when you hear a kid crying in a fucking grocery store or something like that. A, I would never have done that to my kid. Either you pick your kid up because nine times out of ten, some they just want something, right? They want your attention. Or what? Um, what if they're begging for like a toy? See, my kids never had to do that because they knew. Like there was just certain things my kids knew. You right. Know? Like, I saw a just, great TikTok that the mom was like. Um, have your kid make a list with you. And if you go into the store, she explained it a lot better than I'm about to, but she's like, if you go into the store and they want something, they pick something up that's not on the list, you say, you made a list, honey, and that's not on the list, but how about next time we put that on the list? Mm-hmm. And it like gives your kid, like they feel like they're doing something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, instead yes. of them like begging for toys every yeah, time you go to the store. I thought that was great. I learned a lot of parenting advice on TikTok. That, that is great. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely. I think by giving positive, and I'm not talking about like, Celebrating and going out and buying a reward every time a kid does something yeah. good, but acknowledging all the good and yeah. making a bigger deal out of the good they do than making a big deal out of the bad they do. Because kids are going to mess up in life. You know, kids are going to screw up and say the thing, yeah. say curse words or say shit that you don't want them to say. Mm-hmm. Your reaction, though, if you go over and above and react harshly to those things, they're going to do it because they know they can get your attention from if it. If they're not getting positive attention, right? right? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally. And Love I, that. Yeah, it's so true. So true. They thrive. That's what they do. They thrive. They grow from the attention and learn from us, right? Mm-hmm. So so it's like if they pick up a piece of trash off the floor, you're like, hell yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah, you did that! They're going to want to do gonna it They're going to want to fucking do it yep. over again because it made mommy happy. Yeah. Love that. It's so true, though. It really, like, looking back, it's so true. Like, yeah, it's a good, good thing. And then the other thing that I've learned... And I truly, truly believe um, 
this too shall pass. Because as you're going through stages with your baby of colicky, where all they're doing is crying. Or the terrible twos. Did you have terrible twos? <laughs> Not really. I'm telling you, I was blessed. I had really good kids. I also, 99% of my time was my children. Like, right. I really focused. I, I was privileged and honored. and Yeah. Like, I was lucky to be able to stay home and raise them when they were yeah. little. Even, I was working, but I was working from home. I, right. I sold a lot on eBay. I was doing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was privileged in that way. But my job was being a mom first, you yeah. know? And I think by having that luxury, I think I just had that bond and I think things went a lot smoother than some people have it very difficult. And I, I, I commend them on a job well done because it is fucking hard to do. Yeah. If you're not with them 24 seven to like try to parent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That will. Wow. Cool. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to get into some advice. We'll tell you more advice now. Sure. Let's tell them some advice. All right. Parents divorce help. Hi, wonderful ladies. My name is Carla. I'm 26 years old from Austin, Texas. Oh, look. I have an amazing realtor if you're interested for Austin and surrounding areas. Okay, good to know. We need to go visit there first once Rona's over. My parents have been married for 27 years. My dad has always been sick since I can remember, diabetic and high blood pressure. My mom has always been there for him. Well, last year, my youngest sister and I found out that he was in an entanglement with someone else. We let my mom know. Of course, she was hurt, but they talked it out and seemed to work things out. That's what we thought. Five days ago, we learned that he never ended his relationship with the other woman. I decided to let my mom know the truth with evidence. This time, her decision was to get a divorce. I feel guilty. I feel like the worst person ever. I feel like it's my fault. I know it's my dad's fault, but I can't help but blame me. What should I do or what can I do to feel better? Thank you for your advice. Love you guys. Oof. Okay. Um, That's hard. Ouch. Yeah, this is definitely hard. You need I, to have a. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, have a conversation with your mom. But okay, no, erase that. <laughs> Obviously, have a conversation with your mom. Your guilt is by telling your mom what your dad was doing. I think you did your mom such um, a favor. Because, yes, fine, they were married 27 years. Everything seemed perfect. Obviously, it wasn't. And you'll never, you never know really what happens behind closed doors. But your mom absolutely one gazillion percent deserves to have somebody by her side that's not, quote unquote, entangled with somebody Mm -hmm. else. That's Mm -hmm. disgusting and it's horrible. I don't support cheating, never have. Um, So don't feel guilty for freeing your mom from somebody who wasn't, faithful to her you know like that's Mm -hmm. how you have to look at it and even if she's hurt and she's devastated she's now free of somebody who wasn't with her you Mm -hmm. know i mean she's taking all this time to take care of this man your whole entire life for as long as you remember and he's out doing his goods with somebody else Mm -hmm. that's a shitty shitty person to do that to to his wife and his family Mm -hmm. you know it's pretty shitty um what i was gonna say is your action is a result of his so if he never did what he did, you wouldn't have to do what you did. So you can't feel guilty for somebody else's actions. It's not your fault at all. Like, he did what he did regardless of what you would have done, you know? And it's like, you just can't feel guilty for what you do as a result of somebody else's actions because at the end of the day, his actions is what made you do what you did. Does that yeah, make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was... It was a reaction to what he did, right? right? So he caused it. You reacted to it by freeing your mom. You have to look at it. Don't look at it like they're getting divorced now because of what you said And she would have found out eventually. And she knew because they discussed this and they worked through it. So she would have known. And maybe she did know, Alyssa. I mean, Mm -hmm. I knew for years that Mm -hmm. my ex was cheating on me. And I tried... To like pretend it wasn't or think it was going to get better or everything else because of the situation I was in. And maybe that's what your mom was doing too, you know. But divorcing my ex was so freeing because I realized, hey, I deserved more than being a second, you know, like Mm -hmm. I— I deserve more. And you know what? Your mom deserves more. And even if your mom winded up remaining single for the rest of the life, that's better than being with somebody 
who doesn't respect her. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it comes down to. He doesn't respect her or you guys for doing that. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. Don't Disgusting. feel responsible for his actions. Absolutely. Do not. Yeah. I'm sorry, by the way. That's. You'll get through it. You guys will get through it. Okay. Time heals. Sure does. Okay. Ready. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, am I gay? <laughs> Help. How are you? I love you so much. I'd like to be kept anonymous. Okay. So here's a backstory. I've been friends with this girl, Hannah, for about four years now. She's my closest friend I've ever had. About two years ago, she introduced me to her childhood best friend, Stacy. We gradually have gotten closer and are now a great group of friends who hang out quite often. I also like to add that I've been hooking up with my ex for a few months now, mm. and we basically act like we're dating, but we're really not. Not. Um, anyways, recently I've been feeling myself start to feel like I have a small crush on Stacy. I've never thought of myself as a lesbian or bi before, but I have done sexual things with another female. I guess you say you can say I was bi curious then. However, now I don't know what to do. I don't want to mess things up the way it is now, but is it wrong that I am starting to have some sexual fantasies about my friend? Or that whenever I know I'm going to be around her, I try to look nice because (laughs) that's always an indicator. Um, Because I love when she gives me compliments. Side note, Stacy is actually bi. And she said to me in a joking way that she would marry me if I was a Uh. lesbian while doing my makeup. Okay. I know it's just a joke, but I kind of like when she says these things. I obviously can't talk to Hannah about this because it's her lifelong friend and we're all so close. It would just make things weird. Any advice would be so appreciated. Thank you. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. Shoot your shot, girl. I would shoot your shot. Seems like she's flirting with you, so shoot your shot. Why not? You never know until you try. Why not? And I I understand her, her predicament is because... Their lifelong friend. Yeah, hen. but it sounds but, like Stacy's throwing hints. Yeah. Stacy's mom has got <laughs> going on. It seems like you're both on the same page in Absolutely. my eyes. So Absolutely. Fucking do it. Yeah, go for it, girlfriend. Do it. And are you gay? You don't have to put a label on yourself. Just do what you enjoy. Yeah. Do whatever feels right. Labels. Who cares? Penis, vagina, love. Love is what matters. Uh, I painted a rock last night. It just said more love. Yeah. Or love more, whatever it said. You, you, love more. Humans are humans. more. Yeah, just love whoever you love. Just it love. doesn't fucking matter what's in their just pants. Have a big fucking orgy. Fucking orgy. <laughs> <laughs> just let's all get it. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. <laughs> all right. Advice. Maybe just anxiety is getting the best of me. What's poppin', ladies? This might be a long story because I tend to ramble on, but I'll do my best here. I'm 22 and I have two kids. My son is four and my stepson is three. I'm with the father of my son and we live with my mom to help her pay the mortgage while she goes to nursing school for the next few years. Okay, so they're living with their mom, paying her mom's mortgage so that the mom can go to nursing school. Okay, got it. My love and I recently started talking about our five-year plan and started putting it into action. We have enrolled in our community college for this coming year. We are going to save more on more for our own home and we want to have one more baby in the next year. I'm so excited. Wow. My problem is I'm not sure how my mom is going to take it. When I had my son, it basically destroyed that relationship that we had. Mm. I understand her point of view as much as possible. I'm just, I guess I'm afraid with taking this step while living here might make her angry and she'll tell us to leave which makes sense because a new baby is not easy but we aren't as prepared as we want to be yet she's kicked me out when my son was four months old last time i don't know i don't want to lose my mom ever again and i don't want to be the family i don't want to but i don't want to the family i'm building the family sorry But I don't want the family I'm building to be put on hold because my mom doesn't support it. 
How do you think I should talk to her? Should we wait to have another baby? Should we tell her we are planning or wait until after I'm pregnant? My love wants to tell her now so we can be prepared if she kicks us out. There's so many holes and backstories to this. I don't want to make it super long, but my sister-in-law always says how our life could be one hell of a sitcom. If you guys want more info or an update, I'm sure I could ramble more about it. Here's some pictures of my little family. Lots of love and positive vibes. (sighs) Go ahead, Jerry. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You don't know? I I don't know because... I I know what you're thinking. Let me take your thoughts. Okay, go ahead. Let's see. We just don't agree with a mother kicking out their child. How do you do that? Right. With a four-month-old child. Yeah. So for us, it's like you want to make your mom happy, but she kicked you out. Yeah. There could be more backstory to this. I don't Obviously, know I mean, she could have a whole sitcom. I, yeah. It tells me all the time I should write a book about my life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of things I have here. That is definitely my number one. How do you kick your child out? Yeah. A, how do you kick your child out who has a four-month-old baby? How do you lose a relationship with your daughter because she gets pregnant? I mean, those three things to me are like, ouch. Then you're staying in her house and you're helping her pay for her mortgage so she can better her life. Yeah, what your, the fuck? You're putting yours on hold. I, If I was you, I would leave now, mm-hmm. get your own little place, and I understand you're going to have to save less because you're going to be paying more, possibly, for your own place, but then you could do whatever the fuck you want. And not have to feel guilty, responsible, fear of getting kicked out, fear of disappointing, any of that. I know. I hate that you even said, should we just wait to have another baby? Don't put your life on hold for somebody else. Yeah. For somebody else who doesn't even support it. Yeah. You know, she's not a supportive, loving, caring mom who would do anything for her daughter if she's kicked you out, broken a relationship, and all those things. So I would... Go live in a cardboard box if need be. <laughs> Don't um, actually, but uh, but it's the same thing. It I I'm a true believer in it'll work itself out. But yeah. I think your most important thing is leaving that environment and then continuing building your family. And even if you have to, like I said, save less because now you have to pay more in rent or whatever it may be. Um, I definitely think there's an alternative than to live in your mom's house, helping her with her mortgage while she's bettering her life and you're putting yours on hold. I think you need to start yeah. worrying about yourself and putting yourself first. Yeah, absolutely. And not trying to make please others in your own life because at the end of the day, it's your life and you got to do what makes you happy. Amen to that. Amen. Sister. All right. Do you, boo-boo. <laughs> Is my pa- partner fantasizing about someone else? I'm 23 years old and I've been with my partner since I've turned 18. We live together and have a dog. We are very happy and in general day-to-day life and we get on really well. We used to have sex all the time, multiple times a week, if not multiple times a day. But over the last year or so, I've noticed that the frequency of sex has certainly decreased. But it it was still regular enough for me not to overthink or question it. But we've been together for a a good few years now, so I would never expect us to still be like rabbits. Got it. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. He was always, he has always been very touchy-feely, always complimenting my bum, boobs, figure, call me beautiful, how much he loves me, and has generally always wanted to have sex with me all the time and always wanted to see me during sex. Lights on, blankets off, watching me, and maintaining eye contact. He used to always say my name during sex and always thought about my needs in the bedroom. I always felt like I was being appreciated for me, loved for me, and I was the center of the universe during sex. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. Okay. However, plot twist, it has now gotten to the point that we have had sex once in three months, and he didn't finish. I regularly regularly (laughs) engage sex, but he declines. He says it's because he's tired or he's had a bad day. In work, and he isn't in the mood. Last night, he unexpectedly came, became interested in having sex, and I was, of course, up for it. However, the sex was very different than usual, and I don't know why. 
First of all, I went down on him and he was making noises that he wouldn't usually make. Also, he covered my head with a blanket multiple times, even though I kept taking it off. I asked him why he was doing it. And he said, because I know me watching you makes me uncomfortable and I don't want the dog to see us. What? Mm-hmm. I've never been shy about being watched, so this confused me, but I just continued. However, at this point, I had so many thoughts going through my head, such as, he is he trying to imagine someone else and don't want to see me because of it? Is he cheating on me and confused me with somebody else who doesn't like to be watched? Does he not find me attractive enough to look at anymore? The list goes on. I continued anyway and tried to enjoy myself. However, when it came to having sex, he was very rough. Not painful rough. <laughs> Just unusual. At one point, he was choking me, and although it was nice, it's never been something he's done before. He also didn't finish, and this morning, I woke up to find him in the spare room. He's acting like none of the last night happened, and we're just talking like normal. I don't know if I should ask him any questions or if this sounds like a crazy person. Please help me. But I find the whole situation weird. Am I overthinking it? What should I do? Am I being silly? Why didn't he say my name during sex like he usually does? Why did he cover my head so he couldn't see me? Why did he suddenly start choking me when he never has or has been something? It has never been something we've done before. Why hasn't he had sex with me in months? Why did he go into that spare room? I feel like he might be falling out of love with me. I would much prefer this as if it's something we can work on or if he's cheating. I don't know if I can cope with that. I've ha- tried to have I've tried to talk to him about it in the past, but he closed me off and doesn't engage in conversation. He's never been a good talker anyway. Thank you so much, Jerry and Alyssa. I love Agamel and listen regularly regularly. Here's a picture of my dog attached because I know you like to see them. I don't know why I can't say that word today. Regularly. <laughs> regularly. First oh, of all, my wait. goodness. Um if he's cheating, I don't know if I can cope with that. Yes, you fucking can, first of all, because you're a strong-ass bitch. What? You say peace out, mofo? Yes. You can totally cope with anything because you're strong. Um, I think that uh, blatantly what this comes down to is you guys need to have a conversation. It needs to be talked about. You need to pull up this email that you wrote to us and fucking say it to him. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you say my name during sex? Why did you cover me with a blanket? Why did you suddenly start choking me and you've never done that before? Yeah, like... All of those things need to be addressed to him. And I'm going to tell you from my experience, and I'm sorry, but my experience is, you know your man. And if a kiss is different, your intuition. if that feeling Trust is your different, intuition. you have to. You know, my intuition reading this, it's not good. But definitely have that conversation. Like Alyssa said, take this email, open it up, and address it to him. Instead of us, instead of asking your question, ask him why. Why hasn't? Why are you? Why you know? Why is this different? Why are you doing it this way? And let him answer those questions. You know, put him on the spot because, like I said, I know just from a different kiss. I knew, I knew. You know, so all the different ways of like the way he touches you or caresses you or touches you or the lack of affection or the just the changing of wording. All of those things are just such indicators of a a cheating man. You know, I hope we're wrong. I hope we're wrong. And um, but I definitely think you need to. You deserve somebody that can be open and communicate with you clearly. And if that can't come from the conversation, then I think it might be time to move on. I agree. If he seems like he's hiding something or um, he's not attracted thing. to you anymore, um, you deserve better. Absolutely. Be the queen you are and deserve a king. And you can cope with anything, so don't put that in your head. Because You're going to say, whatever this throws at me from this conversation, I can handle it, I can move on, and I deserve better if and that's what comes have of it. And you have Fam to help you. Absolutely. We got you. We got you. Thinking about someone other than my boyfriend. Oh, here opposite. We <laughs> here we go. The opposite scenario. Hi, gals. Victoria here. Let me start off by saying, listen, Jerry, y'all are the bomb.com. Seriously, though, y'all are awesome. Thank you. So let's start off with some details. I'm currently dating my boyfriend of seven years. I'm 22 as of he. As is he. That's like me and Zane. Seven years and we're 22. Mm. We currently live together and have been together for about... Oh, sorry. I'm like, wait, what? Have been living together for about two years now. We love each other and have a great life together. However, there is another guy. Wait, Zane and I have been living together for about two years too. 
So let me explain. I met a guy about three years ago. Let's call him Joe. Oh, great. He works in the same school as my mother. They are very close. He helps her with the home projects and stuff with her car. So that's how we came to meet each other. We had talked to each other in the school a few times for a pretty lengthy amount of time. He is incredibly nice and my mother speaks very highly of him. I tend to go to him when I have a question that other people don't really seem to know the answers to, but nothing more than a civil conversation. Until bum, bum, bum. <laughs> until one day he was having a conversation with my mom and his mother and said, I'm going to marry that girl one day. He knows I now know what he said. And we tend to talk less since then, all be all me because I felt weird because of my current relationship, but I can't stop thinking about it. I've been having dreams where he is in them and I picture this oh. life with him. I feel extremely guilty about it, but for some reason, I can't stop thinking about it. Am I wrong for feeling some type of way about him and not being able to stop thinking about the what ifs? I love my boyfriend and I'm feeling extremely guilty for having these thoughts and I don't know what to do about it. I have yet to tell my boyfriend my emotions and feelings about the situation because I just don't know how he would act. So my, I guess my question is, what do I do? Honestly, Honestly, any advice would be helpful at this point. Thanks. Alyssa, this is all you because you're in that situation. Well, what? You're, you're not in that situation. <laughs> I meant that you have a boyfriend of seven years. You lived together for two years. What if your mom worked and had some guy and they were close and now you started talking and having conversations. I mean, if you started getting that feeling and you were having dreams and you put yourself in the scenario, if that was you, would how would you feel about Zane then? Like, how would... Do you think that means your spark with Zane is over? Do you think... I think this is flattery. I think it's always nice to hear somebody say something nice. Um, I think this is a case of maybe the grass is greener on the other side syndrome. Yes, <laughs> right, of course, right? That's so what she's having. Like, yeah, it's like, wow, look at that, all this, all that. But I've been with this guy for seven years. Seven I'm only years. 22. What if this guy is better? I don't know. I've been with the same person since I was how fucking 15, old? 15 years right. old. So I don't know. It, it, this, this is something that you need to check in with yourself. Do you want to experience other people and will you regret you that for the rest of your life? Are you to risk that seven-year relationship for something for the what-ifs? You said you, you know? love your boyfriend, right? I mean, if you truly, truly love your boyfriend. You wouldn't entertain this. And like I said, there's been times I absolutely love ever, but if I was to go, it doesn't happen. I'm just saying it. <laughs> I absolutely love ever, but if somebody was to say something like, oh my God, I'm going to marry that girl one day, I would take it as total flattery. flattery and like put a smile on my face and carry on my day and not make anything more of it. I think this is a little bit deeper because he works with your mom. He has a relationship with your mom on that sense. You've seen him a few times. You talk to him. I think, I think you should just take it as flattery and leave it. That's what I think. I agree. And, and you know what? If you're listening to us right now saying this and you're going in your head, but, but, then that that gives then you your answer. your answer. If you're right. like, but I don't want to just take it as flattery and leave it. Then that's your answer. Right. Then you so, need to talk to your man and be like, listen. Because also, here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. If you're talking to this guy and your man doesn't know about it, not that you can't have a guy friend and talk to a guy friend, that's not what I mean, but if you're not having if deeper dreams, feelings, not if there's right. deeper feelings there. If you're having dreams and having feelings about another person, your man absolutely should know it. Like I you're agree. playing him dirty in that sense if you're carrying on all this dreaming and everything else without, hey, you know, this weird thing happened, you know, my mom works at this guy and blah, 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 and he, he mentioned this, like, I understand that could absolutely be a deal breaker. Like it could ruin a relationship, but at the same time, you're le- you're just leading him on. That's also like a very, in the least dramatic way possible, a very threatening thing to say. I'm going to marry this girl one day when you know she's in a committed seven year relationship. Why would you say that? It's disrespectful. It's yeah. It's a little bit like disrespectful, threatening to your relationship. Like if your boyfriend found out that he said that, like that wouldn't be very comfortable. You know, like. I don't know. The sky sound kind of sounds okay. like a little bit of trouble. So, like, same thing because two seconds ago I said it's like flattery, and it is, and it could be, but maybe that's a, a bold little, statement. But maybe 
threatening because he knows your mom. He works with me, your mom. He knows right. your situation. He was, so it's not just like a guy. Oh, on she's the, so pretty. Oh my God, like, I'd love to marry her one day. That's different than a, a serious conversation with your mom saying, I'm going to marry that girl one day. It's just a strange thing to yeah. say. If you guys have never had a relationship before, like you guys are just like family friends. Like it's one thing to be like, yeah, she's beautiful. Like, but to be like, yeah, I'm going to marry her one day. Mm-hmm. Even in a joking manner, it's still a strange thing to I say. Agree. I think, it, yeah, it seems a little threatening and I wouldn't entertain it. But however, like we said, if you're listening to this and you're like, but I want to entertain it, then and just, just go for it. You're going to break your boyfriend's heart. So just be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to go with what also, your gut feels. Yeah, going with your gut. Yeah. But also understand that it might just be grass is greener. So you got to prepare yourself for yeah. that. You're going to break somebody's heart and you might be left alone. Yep. Exactly. It's a risk that you have to ask. We can't tell you what risk to take. You know, yeah, like you got to ask yourself what risk and maybe, you want to take. You know, if if you really do love your birth- boyfriend, channel that attention and those dreams and everything you have towards him. You know, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Us personally, we wouldn't entertain it, no. but yeah, you got to make that decision and for if you yourself. Do, I mean, yeah. Okay, you do you, boo boo. That was an interesting one. Woo. Okay, let's pop and listen, Jerry. So I did some research on menstrual cups. They seem to help with period cramps, and it means changing. It less than tampons. So I ordered the salt cup off Amazon and it arrived the second day of my period. So I thought, hmm, this is the perfect time to try it out. I was wrong. I was able to get the cup in with no issues. But when it came time to take it out, it took me and my boyfriend over two hours <laughs> to get the thing out. We tried me in different positions to try to get it. My boyfriend tried to grab it out. Finally, we got it out by me sitting on the toilet and him reaching up in there and finally being able to get the cup out. Kudos to everyone who can use the cup successfully, but that's not a good option for me. Thanks for reading the email. Have a good day. I could never. You know what? I okay. Have you tried them? I have not. I thought about it. You yeah. know, after reading in our group, a lot of people are like yeah. a, a, tons of like positive, great. And I'm like, oh my God, maybe this is my way to go. And then I read how like it suction cups up to your cervix and stuff like that. And how people do have a very, very hard time getting it out. Mm-hmm. Like I have read reviews like what this girl just said about having such a difficult time. And that just like scared me. Right. I'm a little bitch like that. So yeah, you don't I want it stuck it. up there. Listen, I've had a tampon stuck up there and I had to go fishing. I don't <sighs> want to like try to get this thing that's going to be like suction cup vacuum no. sealed up on my fucking uterus. No. Or, I have that random thought all the time. I'm like, what if there's a tampon up there? And I just never, like I forgot about it. I have a thought <laughs> all the time. I'm like, there's nothing up there, right? No. When I was on the Nuvering, <laughs> TMI, sorry, Jerry. I wasn't able to get it out myself either. I had to have Zane take out my Nuvering. Hey, honey, can you you give me a game to me favor? I could get it up there because they offer like these free, um, it's like a tampon applicator, but for the Nuvering, you put it in there and you shoot it up. Mm -hmm. And that's how I got it far up there. But I didn't like the Nuvering because I would be walking around and I would feel it coming out. It wouldn't stay up. I don't know why. But yeah, I wasn't going digging in there, getting it out. So this just reminds me of that. I would make Zane take it out. <laughs> so sexual, so sexy. It's like, oh yeah, baby. You Pull out my maneuvering with blood I mean, on it. <laughs> okay, well, Everett did that for me too. When I right after I got treated for my cancer, I bled like crazy. And then also after my back surgery, I had back surgery and then got my period like the next day. Oh, yeah. Pads. So I, I would have just padded I it. It, it took me months to be able to, and I still can't get my pants on by myself. I mean, I can, don't get me wrong, but, like, my right leg is just shot. Yeah. So it's, like, to try to, but, like, my underwear for the first, like, a couple of weeks, I couldn't get my un- I couldn't get my bras off. I couldn't get my underwear on. I was like, yeah. can you come to the bathroom help me? <laughs> so, a poor ever, ch- pads, tampons, yeah. Adult diapers. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Wait. Oh, my God. Funny story. Yeah. Funny story. Just reminded me. Sorry. Do we have time for the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So I got Imani a gaming chair for his birthday. It came yesterday. Okay. We're outside. Aaliyah has a friend over. I'm outside. They're doing a fire pit. They're roasting marshmallows. I come inside. Imani and Never are building his... I gave it to him early because it was here. Aww. Building his gaming chair uh-huh. that we got him for his birthday. I walk into Imani's bedroom and Ever goes... Something smells like shit. Who smells like shit? And Amani's like, I don't know. I smell shit. Maybe it's the cat litter. And I'm like, I just cleaned the cat litter. It can't smell like shit. I left the bedroom, went to the bathroom, and checked because... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, where is this leading? Because you said adult diapers. Oh, God. (laughs) But 
with back injuries, like where my sp- <laughs> Are you going to tell me you shit your pants? No, I'm not going to tell you I shit oh, okay. my pants. But I went and checked because I'm having such issues with my back again and such pain. I'm doing September 1st. I'm going. Oh. I got approved. Oh, good. Yay. But there is a side effect. You can't control your shit. You lose your bowel and urinary and everything. So I'm like, oh, my God, what if it's me? What if I shit my pants? Did you announce it or you just, like, secretly walked away? I walked away, checked, and then came back and said, thank God it wasn't me. And then they laughed at me. But that's a real very, it's a very serious thing with back injury. What would you have done if you pulled out your pants and you fucking shit? I would have, I would have emotionally lost it. I would have probably laughed at myself. But then... <laughs> and then got real and serious going, all right, I need to go. Because that's like something like you need to have surgery immediately <sighs> because it could be irreversible. Oh, like, my yeah. God. And I still worry about that because there's times that it's like, um, am I going to make it to the bathroom on time? But I could still feel it. So that's yeah. a good sensation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when he said that, like it was literally as soon as I walked in the room, I was like, wait, did I just shit myself? So what was the shit smell? Knowing? I don't know. Maybe somebody farted. I don't know. <laughs> because we never found out what shit smell was. Who but said it God, first? Who ever, said it? Ever. So ever, ever farted. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank God I did not shit myself, guys. Okay? That is fucking yeah. hysterical. Yeah. So funny. Okay. Can you imagine? <laughs> no. <laughs> you didn't even feel it at all. That, that would have been so, so I'm funny. I'm saying in my group that happens so often. Like, oh, my God. The fact that you were like, wait, did I fucking shit myself? And then I came back and I'm like, no, really, guys, that could be. <laughs> that could have happened. I literally could have shit myself. Oh, no, my no. God. Maybe when you guys stepped in dog shit or something. I hope to God I never have that. Okay. Friendship advice. Hi, ladies. I've written in before about mother-in-law problems, but now I have a different one. Okay. I've known my best friend for six years as she was the girlfriend of my husband's best friend. So, oh, sorry. She has a couple of friends that she has known since they were in school. Every time we used to hang out, she would bitch about one of her friends about that if she had something bad happen, her friend would have it worse. Oh, I hate those kind oh. of people. Oh. Now, since lockdown, she's been really distant with me and always tagging her other friends and best friend stuff and calling each other, calling her other friends auntie to her little boy when I've been there more than they have. Just need a little advice on how to deal with it. Go ahead. What did I tell you? I said, I don't know how you're going to respond to this. What? You're going to say, uh, delete, move on. That's Peace it. out. Bye. People that drag you down. You don't need are them in your so life. so toxic. You don't yeah. need them in your life. It's like, yeah, people that always have it worse, huh? They're like, yeah, we had a storm yesterday. Oh, my storm was worse. Oh, oh my God. Well, I lost power for like five weeks and like you didn't have it that bad. Or it's like the people that like make fun of you in front of other people to make themselves feel better and bring them like and bring others down. Mm. It's like, you know, when people like make little jabs, this could go so in so many directions. But yeah, I had a sister-in-law like that. Really? Absolute worst. Yeah, and it was always for, like for good things and bad things, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, you know, Zane had 103 fever last night, or while well, her son had 104, or Zane got an A on a test, her son got an A plus. You know, it was like, how I, about I just, oh, that's amazing, good for you. Never, yeah, never, and it would drive me crazy. And listen, I think it's one thing she, to relate, right? There's one thing to be like, oh, I can totally relate to that, da da da, right? And it would be different, I think, if she said it like that. And right. to be honest, I catch myself doing that because it. If something is relatable, you tend to... It sparks conversation. Right. Um, but I also try to control it because I understood from it happening to me so often how mm-hmm. annoying it could be. Mm-hmm. So, my dear, you don't want a friend who has to try to one-up you on everything. You don't want a friend who has to talk... When you're with, they talk shit about somebody else. Those are the worst, you know? You know what? I'm reading this again. Hmm? She said that her best friend... Hmm. <clears throat> every time we used to hang out, so when her and the best friend would hang out, she would bitch about one of her friends that if she had something bad happen to her, her friend would have it worse. So now she's saying, now her best friend has been really distant, but now she's tagging those girls that said they would always have it worse. And like, essentially she talks shit about them. And, now she's, back, now, and she's now she's like, like best friends with them. And then leaving her behind. So same advice though. Just get out. Leave them. Leave them behind. Like, that. like, yeah, you don't need friends like that. You don't need that petty drama. Or yeah, whatever. come on. You deserve I, better. 
You need people who want you in their life. Absolutely. And if you have a small circle, well, at least your circle is genuine. Small circles are better. I, I believe that too. I mean, yeah. there's times, don't get me wrong. There's times it's like, damn, I wish I was. And it's like, for uh, yeah. what purpose though? Mm. Like, I don't like being the center of attention. Mm. I don't like to like have like big hoo-hahs. Wait, <laughs> hoo-ha? <laughs> like big what to do? Hurrahs? <laughs> like big what to do's. Like yeah. I, I don't like all that. Like, I, you know, I mean, it's nice every now and then or something like that. But mm. at, at the end of the day, you need Your to have. Your close-knit circle, right? Yeah. You, you have a lot of acquaintances. You have um, People that you can trust and rely on. People mm. that are going to talk shit behind your back. People that are going to, that's not people that you can trust and rely on. So mm. I would definitely just say, peace out. See you later. Cry a couple of days, eat some popcorn, watch some TV, and then move on from her. Right. You know? Agree. I love you. We love you. We love you. We all love you. Okay. Thank we you so much. You. I mean, we love you all. <laughs> <laughs> We love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to Agamel this week. Woohoo! We'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Make sure you come back. And uh, make sure you guys are listening to Saturday Shenanigans. If you just listen to our Monday and Thursday episodes, our Saturday episodes are a lot of fun. And I think you guys would really enjoy them. And if you want to be a part of them, make sure to follow us on Instagram. It's just at Agamil. Every single Saturday, we do a fun questionnaire on there. And we also update you guys when episodes are up. We do fun little graphics so you can see a little visual of like what the episode will kind of sound like and look like. And we give little previews. So it's kind of fun on there. Don't forget to shop our masks and our other merch. We have t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, hats, the whole fucking nine. Links in the show notes. Tastebring.com slash Agamil. Go check it out. Shop. What else? Is that fucking it? I was so good at these outros. on YouTube. Oh my God. (laughs) And DIY dad. Oh my God. Go subscribe to his channel. I know he's doing so well. I I was helping him edit yesterday and he was doing so good. No, no, no. He was so excited. Okay. What? I love you. We're ending this, and then we're going to talk? Yeah. Okay, love Love you. you. Bye. Bye.